0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
1: Welcome to Parenthood.
0: Your life does not end here. Hi, I'm Chriselle Lim, mother of two, and I'm Sarah Son, also a mother of two. We are longtime friends and now mothers. This is Being Bumo, a podcast
1: about all things parenting. We want to have honest conversations about motherhood so we can each define it for ourselves.
0: We're here to build our village and we hope that you join us. Were you really that mad when we FaceTimed you from Miami?
1: I was was fine just seeing your post whenever I felt ready to see them and seeing Lynette's post whenever I felt ready to see them. (laughs) When you guys FaceTimed me, I lost it. I was so (laughs) upset. So,
0: hello everyone. I just got back from Miami. It was the most fun I've had in a very, very long time. And so, as a lot of you know, um, my crew consists of Sarah (laughs) and Lynette and myself. And Sarah was not able to go to this Miami trip with Lynette and I. And so, one day we decided to FaceTime her. And she was so mad. She was like, how rude. How rude. How rude. How dare you FaceTime me right now? I was fine
1: until you Facetime me. I was like, okay, oh, they went to this dinner. Oh, they're relaxing by the pool. Cool, by the beach. All of that was fine. And then you Facetime me. And then something inside of me was like so mad, so angry. Well,
0: we are going to be going back very soon. And you have to come because Miami is my new favorite city (laughs) in the world. I don't know. I mean, I was there obviously for work but then i stayed for two, two extra days just to explore the city and mm-hmm. there's something so vibrant about the city and on and sorry if you're from miami in my mind miami just felt a little i'm not gonna say the word um <laughs> i just had this idea of what miami could be i always felt okay. that it could be kind of like flashy and like vegas yeah. and
1: oh okay but then like, what
0: mm-hmm. but when i got there and I started exploring. It's so artistic. Like, every Mm. corner you go to, Mm. there's some sort of art. There's so much color. And as you know, I don't really love color. All of a sudden, (laughs) when I was in Miami, I was like, I want to wear the color (laughs) of the rainbow. Like, I love color. And everything seemed very intentional. The weather's amazing. Mm. The food's amazing. Mm. The people are gorgeous and so nice. And they are your people. They're all Latina.
1: All Spanish-speaking people in, like, a tropical weather. It's all I ever want. Yes. I'm so
0: over the dry weather and and the fact that you could speak spanish fluently yeah and they're just gonna you're just gonna fit right in there let's go now (laughs) (laughs) all right so today we are talking about holiday traditions because holidays are just around the corner i mean Mm -hmm. they are basically here but christmas specifically i know everyone celebrates different holidays but sarah and i do celebrate christmas and That is just in a few weeks. And so we're going to be talking about new traditions, traditions that we are getting rid of, that we no longer want to do anymore. Mm -hmm. And gifts, what to get your kids, what you shouldn't get
1: your kids. Get them nothing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Santa, how do we feel about Santa, the tree, holiday cards all of that. So, okay, let's start off with new traditions. Like, what are some traditions that you're going to be doing this season?
1: Okay, well, by new traditions, I mean traditions that I didn't grow up with. Mm. So, new traditions that I am making with my family, just my husband and my two children, which are things that we didn't do, uh, you know, when I was growing up. So, one of the biggest differences for me was During Christmas, because we do come from a Christian home, everything was, and my dad's pastor, so everything was at church. It was all about church. It was about the church play, the church choir, the church musical,
0: Mm. decorating
1: the church, and how we didn't do much at home. Mm. And I loved it. I love being part of all that, and that's when I got, you know, my musical talents. But I really wanted home to feel like the main sanctuary where we spent this special time and so i spent a lot of time decorating and you know making it beautiful and welcoming and things like that i get the fire going the fire Mm. i mean i it's like we don't need it it's la (laughs) i get the fire going pretend we're like in a cold weather place love it um so i do that and i that's kind of like the biggest thing is like really shifting um all of those wonderful traditions at home um we bake we'll watch movies like christmas movies something that i didn't grow up with like doing. I mean, I think that's funny that
0: you mentioned that because even though my parents were not pastors, Mm -hmm. I had a very similar upbringing because, you know, we're first generation. Mm -hmm. Um, Our parents, my parents are also very active in their church. So Mm -hmm. for them, it was like, this is Jesus's holiday. (laughs) It has to be all about Jesus. If it's not about Jesus, then we're not celebrating it. What are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? And so that was my and I didn't really love Christmas for that reason. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't, never understood why, like, my American friends loved mm-hmm. it so much. Because I'm like, <laughs> I'm just at church all day. This is boring, <laughs> yeah, right? Uh-huh. So I get you on that.
1: Yeah. And even Santa. Like, I just didn't grow up with Santa. Like, Santa was not really something we talked about there. It was something that I was introduced to kind of later when I, was, I came here. And I was like, who is this Santa person? Okay, a new tradition that I love. It did come from my church community, but it's called... Korean
0: Santa. Wait, is Santa Korean?
1: Korean Santa. He is in our world. So we do have one of the guys at church dress up as Santa. And obviously the kids are older now, but when they were little, they loved the traditions. Korean Santa would show up at the house and he would like, you know, tell the story about Jesus and then give them presents and ho, ho, ho and tell jokes and like do like a whole skit about it. And like Mm. he would talk about his trek from the North Pole and how hard it was. Or from Korea. Yeah, or from Korea. (laughs) And he would like get into it and do the whole spiel, and um and that that's like one of my favorite quote unquote new traditions. Uh-huh. I mean, they're for my kids. They are that's their tradition, but it's new to me and something that I wanted to have as part of our family. And some of the moms like dress up as the elves and like they do that whole thing. I mean, the kids are older now so, and they know that it's you know Kara's dad, but don't tell. <laughs> um, but they still love it and we're gonna do it this year, even though my kids are eight and ten and they're still looking forward to that tradition. And they pretty much know that santa doesn't really exist they totally yeah. do and honestly they knew like when they were four because i was trying to keep up with the santa tradition because i thought oh. it was so cute i was like yeah we should just do it and then i wrapped the paper in the same paper that i wrapped oh the I did year that before. before and my son noticed and he was like <laughs> wait does santa use the same wrapping paper every year and i was like He sure does. He sure does, honey. And then I think I just wasn't paying attention or didn't think that they would notice. And then I get, you know, the handwriting with the tags where you put from Santa to whoever. My kid could totally see that it was my handwriting. I should have typed it or something. So complete fail. And from that moment he was like, I don't think Santa's real, mom. I was like, maybe um So, as soon as he you kind of tried. realized it, yeah, I let it go. Yeah. yeah. I
0: mean, it is what it is. You could only, you know, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of tricking them. Strangely. Yeah,
1: I'm not going to lie. Like, once he realized it was not real.
0: So, um, one new tradition that we've been doing, and this is something that we just did last week, or actually a few days ago. Is called family to family with baby to baby, and so baby to baby is an organization that I've been involved with for a very long time. They uh, serve we we serve underserved families and uh, children that just really can't afford kind of the basic necessities. Mm, so holidays is a really tricky time for them because one they can't even. Um, have the basic necessities, yet alone gifts for their own kids. Mm-hmm. So Baby2Baby Baby has this program called family to family And it's okay. something that I've been doing for a very long time, for at least the past eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, five years. Mm-hmm. And I've just been doing it on my own or with my team. And deep down inside, I was like, oh, I wonder like when Chloe will understand this. Because I try to pull her in and help me with it. Every single year, she's just like, no. I want, I want a jacket. I, yeah. I want toys. And I was yeah. like, Oh my gosh, is them. she yeah. never gonna get it? Like, yeah. is she gonna understand compassion? Is she gonna understand? Um... So for a while, I was getting really frustrated because I really wanted Chloe to understand the importance of giving and being able to appreciate what she had mm-hmm. that other people didn't. And so for at least, I mean, she's almost seven now, but at least for the past two years, I've been trying to bring her in to do it with me, but she just wouldn't. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, this year, it clicked for her. And it was the most special moment for me for her to really have the compassion to understand that there are now people that don't have any of these things. And so all she's so obsessed with it now. Mm -hmm. All she does is ask about the kids that we adopted, the families that we adopted. Mm-hmm. And one of the girls' name was Sophia. Uh-huh. And so she's like, so Sophia, she doesn't have clothes. She doesn't have socks. And then on the list, on the baby-to-baby list, they give you, like, all these things that we need to buy for them. Mm-hmm. They don't have hot meal, right? Just because they're more so focused on the essential things yeah, that they like need. The diapers yeah, diapers. Yeah, and she's like, but... That means that she probably can't afford food. So why can't we just get her food? Like, Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, because it's it's trickier. It's hot. It's going to get cold. I'm sure she could find the food somewhere else. She's like, well, we could drive it to her house and give it to her. Oh, that like really just like, I don't know, for whatever reason, it made me so proud. Because I've been trying to get her to understand this concept of holidays is about giving. It's not just about receiving. And, you know, with kids, they just want to they associate Christmas or holidays with getting presents. gifts, yes. right? Right. And so we went to Target the other day and we adopted two kids, one for Chloe, one for Colette. And they're all there like looking for the <laughs> sizes for the kids. Yeah. And Colette, even though she's only three, um, for whatever reason, I think she just kind of follows her sister. And at nighttime, she was like, Mommy, they they're, they have no home and they, they're sad. And I was like, yeah, oh. they're probably sad. And that's why we're helping them. She's like, we have home and we're happy. Yeah. And like just those. I mean, she made those connections. Those connections.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. For me, I was like, okay, my holiday is complete. Like yeah. this, I need to continue to do this. Yeah. Um, and it was so, so special. So that is a new tradition that I brought my kids into yeah. that I've been doing alone, mm-hmm. but now like we could actually do it as a family together. I, love that. I yeah. know. So I'll, I definitely had like a proud mom moment. But at the end, they still ask if they could get a toy. Yeah, I said, at, le- yeah at the end, and end I of the said day, no. here's my list.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're doing that with them. We do some of that during Thanksgiving, and I love that you do it during Christmas. Um, but at I, what yeah. age did it, did it like, click for them? So we we do it for Thanksgiving. We do a program called um, uh, Meals on Wheels. Um, I, don't, I think – I don't know. I mean, I didn't do it as young as Colette, maybe. Maybe they were four and six, mm-hmm. so – and they got to deliver meals and write yeah. letters and stuff like that.
0: So for those parents that are listening that are trying to do this and it's not clicking just don't give up. Just keep keep doing it yourself exactly. and they'll catch on one That's day. That's what I was
1: going to say really the whole concept of modeling what it means to like be charitable. That's wonderful.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about let's talk about the traditions that we are so used to for holidays/Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like Santa and Christmas yeah. tree and yeah. I mean, where where are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, I mean, again, like I comparing to the things that we used to do when I was little and then wanting to start new holiday traditions for my family based on the things that I remember that I loved and the things that my husband remember that he loves for him is all about the actual meal itself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so he, every Christmas we have like the Christmas traditional American meal, which, you know, we do that and he's happy with that. We do the Christmas tree. I. I'm used to plastic tree. He wants to do like a full-blown Douglas fir smelling thing, you know? Mm. So we go to a place and get the tree together. We measure it. We eye it up and down. We cut it. We trim it. We bring it in. It's a pain in the bum. I mean- <laughs> It's a huge pain, It's buff. all about
0: the experience.
1: It is. And actually, I love it. And that's a tradition that we've done and we continue to do. We did Santa up until they realized it wasn't true. And now it's like not really a thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I have to say that we're, but I, love I, I love traditions. I love traditions too. Traditions, yeah, and
0: I think I was, and I think you could relate to this. We were a little bit uh, robbed from holiday traditions from our traditional <laughs> Korean parents. Well,
1: we had different traditions. different traditions. And I mean, technically Christmas is about, like, it started based on this whole, you know, the birth of Jesus. And we still actually do that. Yeah. Like, we do the nativity scene and we do make it about, you know, the birth of Jesus. Um, and we tell those stories and watch those movies. So we still keep that. Like, that's yeah. something we still keep. But, I think the biggest shift for me, like I said, it's like doing all of those things at home and making it about a family first Mm -hmm. instead of extending it to the larger... It's funny because a lot of people for Christmas do a lot of like outside stuff, but for whatever reason, I want to be more insular during that time Mm. and make it more about like our traditions at home. We do another tradition that I love that another mom told me to start when I was little is to make ornaments at every year and at first you know me how i feel about being a pinterest mom (laughs) i was like no, just buy the ornament (laughs) but we did them and i love them and we have them and we keep the whole family with the whole family like we do different things actually have some to show you later oh fun um and that's one thing I wanted to encourage. That I thought it was like a—it's a tradition that you can see the progress and see, have like a moment captured with like an arts and craft. Yeah, um, that we love to do and we do every year.
0: I think it's about just being hands-on. Yeah, this is reminding me of Kiwi Co. Because oh
1: yeah, they probably have—I mean, I don't know if they have a Christmas box or holiday box, but they, they have, do. They, oh, they do, do. Okay.
0: because their whole thing is and. I'm sure you guys have heard um, my little spiel with them. Their whole thing is <laughs> like hands-on yeah. hands on traditions and Christmas making or like ornament making yeah. and making everything because it's and not... Kiwi
1: makes it so easy because they give you all the stuff. Because sometimes the hardest part yeah. is finding all the materials. I mean, yeah. that's
0: like the number one reason why I don't end up doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's it's kind of a thing. Because yeah. I don't want to go order from like a million different Michaels places. Michaels or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, but I agree. I think... A, It's all about hands-on memories. Anything that you can make together with the family. Or for us, we've been doing the gingerbread houses forever. And it's just like a fun way to, I don't know, like be hands-on and we make it into a little friendly competition. Um, Whoever, I mean, I don't know. I always make Chloe and Colette win anyway. You guys both win. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a tradition that we were continuing to do. This year... For the first time ever, because I'm with my parents, my parents are living with me. I think because my dad feels really bad that he never gave us these things that we asked, which is like Christmas lights and Christmas trees. He would always hop and puff whenever my sister and I asked about them. Mm -hmm. So he's going all out with the grandkids. So Mm -hmm. we have lights everywhere at the Mm -hmm. house and we have this huge tree. And it's really, really sweet because he wants to do it for his grandkids. Yeah. Not for us.
1: Yeah. Well, I love that you say family because that really is actually the biggest tradition is to make sure that we spend it with family. So this year, my sister and her family are going to come up and we'll do, we'll spend time with them. And it's
0: really so the first w- holiday post-COVID. I mean, we're still in COVID. Yeah, still I get COVID. it. But this, this yeah. has become our new normal yeah. and people safely traveling to see yeah. each other mm-hmm. and yeah. being able to be with family for the first time. I
1: think it's going to be such a special year because COVID actually, I mean, I don't want to give COVID a silver lining at all, ever. <laughs> But it did help reset, at least for our family, because to be honest, we were we were tied up in a lot of busyness during the holidays. All of it really fun and meaningful and special, but I think COVID did reset some of that busyness for me and make find things that are more intentional. For example, I don't know if we want to talk about it, but some of the things I'm not doing and I realized through COVID that maybe I didn't want to do some of the things that I kept doing because yeah. I felt obligated yeah. and I don't really want to do anymore. Yeah, let's let's
0: talk about. What we're both not doing this season post-COVID after our lunch break. So let's take our lunch break now. It still hasn't hit me that the holidays are here. I mean, they are here. Where has the time gone, guys? Anyways, holidays are all about coming together with your loved ones and taking an active role in creating the magic of the season. I think by now we all can agree that it's not just about gift-giving. It's about the memories and the traditions that are established in the moment, whether it be cutting paper snowflakes, gluing sticky ornaments, or making holiday cookies together. Sure, we can buy the ornaments, and sure, we can buy the holiday cookies, but isn't building your own so much more awesome and memorable? This year, KiwiCo wants to invite you and your family to make the holidays a little less prepackaged and a little more hands-on, all while learning a thing or two along the way. So I'm sure right now you guys have noticed how obsessed I am with KiwiCo, and I've done so many boxes with the girls, I kind of lost count, both for my six-year-old and my three-year-old. The most recent one I did with my daughter Chloe was a holiday Santa Claus one and a pinball machine crate. We made everything from the board to the actual game itself. We played with angles and momentum. And the look on Chloe's face when she finished her project was seriously so priceless. She was so proud of herself that she did it on her own. Well, with a little help from me, but it's a prized possession in her room now. We actually have an area in her room with all of her KiwiCo creations because it's not just about the project, but the fact that she made it herself. We also just got the walking robot crate, which she is so excited about. I love that KiwiCo allows kids become part of the creation and really value the process. Your child can get super cool, hands-on science and art and geography projects delivered right to their door every month. They'll be so excited to see these arrive in the mail. The day that the box arrives will be their favorite day, trust me. You'll also be surprised at how high quality the materials are. These are real engineering, science, and art projects for children. As a busy parent, I know it can be hard to find creative ways to keep your child busy and challenged. So Let KiwiCo do the legwork for you so you can spend quality times tackling projects together and making memories together. There's no commitment, so you can pause or cancel at any time. This holiday, don't just teach kids how to buy, but teach them how to build. Give them a gift of hands-on holiday with a KiwiCo subscription and celebrate a love for hands-on learning all year long. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code BUMO at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at KIWICO.com, promo code BUMO.
1: Hey girl, hey! Welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. You might know me from Sirius XM Radio. I mean, I was there for like 12 years after all. But then Howard Stern allegedly got jealous of me, so I had to leave. I was actually able to pull myself up by the bootstraps and start my own podcast, Taste of Taylor, which is now officially with Dear Media. I'm so excited to say that. Ha! Ha! So I promise you in this podcast, you're going to either learn about something, you're going to be inspired by someone that's like always coming from a perspective of like humor, then this is the place for you. I hope you enjoy this little snack.
0: Okay, so what did you bring for lunch?
1: Okay, well, I mean, actually, for actual lunch, I did... I feel like lunch is lunch lunch itself might start to get boring because I eat the same thing over and yeah. over. But I did bring nuts and fruit and stuff like that. Oh, thanks. That's so we can show that. Yes. I'm but so excited. I was I was starting to think about which like holiday ornament I should do, like arts and crafts oh. for my family, because that's like the one time I decide to be Pinteresty. Um and so okay, this you can see. Oh, it's so cute. You I could hear so. that. Yeah, I Did hear you make little that bad. or did Sophia, Sophia make it? Sophia made it and it's just uh, you know, the wooden little ice cream sticks, and then you just, like, glue or like, little gems on it and little bells. It's so cute. It's so cute. And this is Sophia from 2018. Oh, and you keep all of them. I keep all of them. And actually, the Christmas tree has them all.
0: And, and it just you, makes you it pretty.
1: year on it. That's so And I so put the year cute. on it so that we remember what year we did it. Two thousand six. Yeah, and that's, like, a snow
0: globe. That is actually so cute. I love that you keep them, I and keep them. you... Date, uh, them. date them, yeah, because it has so. It again, it's more about the meaning yeah. and the memory behind exactly. it versus the, actual, the thing. actual thing. I mean, it's falling
1: apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I loved it. And. It, they have so much fun with it, and then you have something to capture that year for your family. That's amazing.
0: And so, are you guys going to make another ornament this year? Yeah,
1: but I don't. I haven't landed on what yet. I don't know what.
0: Oh, so it's do. not an ornament every year. It's just like it, anything. No,
1: but I feel like it, they should be ornaments mm. because I mean, this one's really cute too. But I love the ones that you can actually hang on the tree, so that it also becomes part of the decorative. Oh, can we have
0: like an ornament making day with the girls? Okay. Would so that would be so cute. it keeps asking about
1: Sophia. so Okay, let's do it.
0: Okay, let's and do And you that. guys
1: are invited to Korean Santa if you want to come. Oh, okay. It's super fun. Okay. It's it's really cute. You can wear like your ugly Christmas sweater if you want to. Love that. Yeah, now that the kids are older, they're into that.
0: Okay, oh. so my item, which is not really an item, but I have it right in front of me and I figured that I should talk about it. It's this mountain valley spring water. And I actually got introduced to this from Jessica Alba. Mm -hmm. And Jessica Alba, um, we were on set shooting something for a full day. And she had this huge, huge um, bottle of this. And she was just carrying it with her throughout the day. And I asked her about it. And she was like, this is the only water that I drink. And I was like, okay, why? why? What's in here? I cannot give you the proper explanation because (laughs) I'm very horrible at like technical chemistry, that kind of stuff. But supposedly, this water has way more hydration and electrolytes than any normal water. And Wow, that was a (laughs) loud gulp.
1: Making sure all the hydration gets in there. (laughs) I heard that. The louder your gulp, the more effective. Yes, exactly. And she said
0: that Jenny Kane... Um, the designer, which is her her really good friend, Mm -hmm. she also said this is the only water that they drink. So I'm sorry that was not a great explanation, but basically Jessica Alba and Jenny Kane only drink this water, and so this is the only water that I am going to drink from now on because supposedly it's really hydrating, and one bottle is more hydrating than like... Three or four other like regular bottles. So I love that
1: it comes in a glass bottle instead of a plastic. That's nice. Exactly. Okay. Well, then I will be gulping this down. Gulp away.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, how do you handle gifts? Do you give gifts? Do you give gifts to all of your family members? Do you give gifts to your kids? Like one or. Yeah. I, I feel like gifts is such a tricky subject and I have not mastered it.
1: It's really difficult because you want them to have a magical moment. But okay, well, I guess it also comes back to how do you approach gifts the rest of the year? Mm. Like generally, we don't really give our children gifts. So we do tend to go a little bit extra during Christmas. Mm. Like our kids get gifts during their birthday. Maybe, you know, like once in a while if they need something fun. And then we kind of wait for Christmas. So we are really heavy on the gifts. However, I think after COVID, I just didn't have the energy to like think about all that stuff and we did way less and they were fine. And we kind of do like, so now that they're a little bit older, eight and 10, we do bigger gifts, but less of them. Mm. Like, I mean, my my son's a golfer, so we got him like a really nice golf club. Oh, I see. And instead of like a bunch of other smaller trinkety things. And that was, that's kind of it. And is it what they ask for or what you think that they want? No, absolutely whatever they ask for.
0: Okay, so that you we will can, ask them, yeah, what do you want we, for Christmas yeah, this year? Because
1: even though they don't believe in Santa, we still have them do a Santa list. Oh, okay. My son's list, there's three items. Uh-huh. My daughter's list, there's three pages. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sophia. And she starts it in November. Oh, In November, she's like, oh, she's like kind of can compute that the holidays are coming. She's like, I'm going to stamp my Santa list. I'm like... Okay, it's November. And she just like, go on. And it's page after page after page.
0: It's just... It, I mean, it sounds... I Maybe mean, need to take her I'm to... I'm not surprised. It, it sounds... It, it sounds... Charity thing. Take her. It sounds appropriate. <gasps> and we obviously don't girls. buy her
1: everything, but... And then actually her birthday's also in December, so she's already getting a slew of gifts. So December, oh, December she's babies. like on a high in December. Oh my
0: God. I have to tell you what Chloe asked the other night. What? She's like, Mommy, I know what I want for Christmas this year. And I was thinking, okay, great. Like, it's probably going to be like some sort of doll set or whatever. She said… Don't say iPhone because… No, 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 no. no. It's worse.
1: Oh. She
0: said, I want a horse. (laughs) (laughs) And she was serious. I was like, am I doing something wrong here? Like, do you think that is… Yeah, you are doing something wrong. We just, I just took her to family to family, baby to baby, and now she's asking for a freaking horse. Yeah. I mean, I was like, do you think that, yeah, I, I am able to just kind of like, okay, take out my wallet and let me buy you a horse right now?
1: Yeah. I, I've done the numbers for horses because Sophia also obsessed with horses. It costs private tuition money, horse for like the ugliest, oldest <laughs> horse in the barn.
0: <laughs> the one that can't even, the like, the one walk. that can
1: barely jump that's the one you're getting for private school tuition it's not happening it's not happening it's not happening i will i will why are we saying that out loud
0: (laughs) it's not happening like i did not put her into horse riding so i have to buy a horse i put her in there so she could ride the generic (laughs) horse that comes for free with the classes that's all (laughs) she's riding until she could pay for her own horse okay
1: i think that's fair
0: we all know that play is essential for child development, but did you realize that it has a profound impact on who we become as grownups, our personalities, career, and interests? Play builds a solid foundation of success as an adult. I remember as a kid when I used to spend hours dressing up my dolls and giving them their own personalities and their own lives, and then at the end of the day, writing about them in my journal. I still have those journals now and I show them to my kids and they just giggle, they think I'm so silly. I mean, it's no surprise that I somehow got into fashion and blogging and it all makes sense now. But these days, it can be so easy to forget about the importance of having fun. That's why we've been loving the Once Upon a Playtime podcast. It's a show for grownups and their kiddos about the power of play. Once Upon a Playtime is a podcast from the Genius of Play, a nonprofit initiative that provides families with the latest play research, expert advice, and activities for kids of all ages, from developing empathy to advancing math skills to improving hand-eye coordination, Play is so, so important. Once Upon a Playtime features celebrities and well-known personalities, and they share with us how their adult success was shaped by their childhood playtime. The interviews are transformed into a storytime experience that you can listen to by yourself or with your kids. The first episode features Nathan Sawaya, who made a journey from lawyer to full-time Lego artist, and discusses how the toys from his childhood inspired his creative career. So interesting. I personally love the first episode called Nathan Kept Building, mainly because my daughter, Chloe, who's seven years old, is obsessed with Legos, and it was really inspiring for her to hear Nathan's story in such a fun, whimsical way. I love that it shows how simple toys like Legos can develop into full-blown careers. Now, my daughter keeps telling everyone that she wants to be a Lego builder when she grows up. The format of the show is really unique. It mixes interviews with storytelling, making it super enchanting, educational, and entertaining. You're not going to want to miss it. Make sure to tune into Once Upon a Playtime podcast today. You and your kids will love it. Find Once Upon a Playtime wherever you listen to podcasts. And for more info and full transcripts of each episode, visit geniusofplay.org. That's Once Upon a Playtime at thegeniusofplay.org.
1: It's so funny that you're having that conversation with her because I just, I've just i been having that conversation for three months with Sophia too. And I actually did look into it. So like I said, December, remember I was going to plan her birthday at the Bumo location, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I was going to do like a big party for her. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. like a big party because we also didn't have birthday parties for right. two years. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, so we're going to get the, the lizard guy. Also, she wanted the reptile guy. Oh. Not like the cute bunnies. She's just savage like that, right? Oh, that's like her
0: and Chloe are friends. Chloe yeah, loves the, the reptiles. reptiles. And
1: the snakes.
0: Oh. Sorry, I, once I told my team that she wants to bring in reptiles, <laughs> they're like, um,
1: do they have to do it here? <laughs> but then I was like, okay, so and she wanted crepes and she wanted like, you know, the candies. I was like, okay, fine. We'll do something kind of big. And then I was like, okay, this is really what you want for your birthday, right? And she was like, well, what I really want for my birthday is a horse. Oh, and I was like, okay, well, let's go back to the party. Yeah, <laughs> go back. <gasps> yeah, But no. You know what it is, which is another
0: topic that we can get into at another time, is because you know they are exposed to this sport now, yeah, which is wonderful. It's a great sport, and it it's is our, our fall. We introduce mm-hmm. it to them, Absolutely. but they are, are it's their new normal, right? It's their new normal with these kids that are around them that have horses, so for them it feels like, oh, it's not a big deal. But then for me, it's like, it is a really big deal. Yeah. And how do, how do I show, how do we teach them that, right? Yeah. Which is something that we have to talk about later, should, I think. Yeah. But anyway, no, they're not getting a horse. Yeah, they're definitely not getting a horse. If you want to get a horse and we could borrow it,
1: that would be great. No, at this pace, <laughs> you will get a horse before we no. will. <laughs> no, but go back to gifts. I mean, it is a really interesting conversation. My husband also comes from like a, a place where they do 20 gifts per kid. I mean, just like extravagant. And I'm like, wow, that's a lot of gifts. But I don't know, I, I feel like I justify it because we don't, like I don't go to Target and buy them things every time we're there. Like we don't do any of that. Yeah. I'm very, I've been very clear about that, even though it's every time we go to Target, she wants me to buy her something, I don't. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we kind of accumulate a lot of that and do it at the end of the year. But I think as they get older, we've been more mindful about getting them things that are maybe like, like Sophia got a telescope, like a, a kid telescope a couple mm. years ago, and she loves it. So it kind of went to something more special and yeah. bigger instead of a bunch of little little toys. Things. Yeah. Yeah. But they yeah. love opening them, and I want them to have that. Yeah. Um, Why don't well, we just like
0: wrap candy and like little mm. things? I think for them, it's yeah, just like
1: the, the opening, the opening yeah. part. It's not
0: really about... The gifts, because if you notice, uh-huh. they get sick of
1: it within well, five seconds. Well, the other thing I was gonna say is that because Sophia also has like re gifting her own gifts, <laughs> because also December's her birthday a week before, so she will get things and she will open it for her birthday. It says it's, it's, it's like a coloring set or some uh-huh. sort of art thing, and she'll forget. And then I noticed that she hasn't really paid attention, so I will. I have done it. I did rewrap it and then give it to her for Christmas, and she didn't even notice. So oh my yes, gosh. again, I think it's it's just the opening that's really exciting for them. It is, yeah. And
0: yeah, that, let's just that wrap random wrap, stuff. Like around go the house. go to your house and get get a cup. <laughs> or, and wrap it up. And wrap it up.
1: And make sure it's not the same wrapping paper as last year.
0: <laughs> they will not notice. They're just like, oh, I got. Yeah. Ten I think gifts so to Yeah, just get the one really good gift, and yeah. everything else is just, just like kind of for
1: fun. Just wrap it. I think Be so. anything.
0: Be like toilet paper. They won't even care. Yeah,
1: I think for my nieces, they're older, like high school, college. We send them gift cards, and that's yeah.
0: it. Yeah, and I think as they get older, it'll change. Yeah, but I think as of now, for me, with the three-year-old and the six-year-old they're really into just like more is more and I'm like yeah. okay fine like I'll just wrap every tiny little <laughs> thing for y'all even wrap your wrap it yeah rewrap everything
1: so then is that really what it is it's just like a ton of things not it was like the us the first few years to it be was like that for yeah. a
0: long time and I'm trying to reset that and given kind of my situation right now the kids are getting a lot of like love and and gifts from two separate parties. And it, it just becomes like really overwhelming. And yeah. for me, it scares me that this is a new normal that we're going to have to upkeep every yeah. single year. Like how do we outdo every sing- this yeah. every year? And No, and it's mean, not it's about that. Yeah, right? and
1: it's not even about that. Yeah. And so
0: I'm still figuring out what that looks like for us. You know, is it like do we collaborate and we, we figure out like what's one gift or like w- one gift on his side and my side like that we could actually do so it feels meaningful versus like 10 little things on each side, you know, it just, yeah, so I'm figuring that out. It's, it's a new thing for me. So yeah. we'll, we'll see.
1: Yeah. But do you have them write out their list for Santa? So at least you're sort of aware that they want. Well, Chloe does. Want-
0: Colette, she can't write yet, yeah. but Chloe does. Okay. Uh, her school actually makes her do it. So I got the list from from her school. So okay.
1: That will help her speed up her writing, trust me. Yeah. yeah. Okay,
0: so <laughs> 30 pages. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden it, she's an
1: amazing writer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, let's talk about, to end this, what are some things that we're not doing this holiday season? <gasps> okay. You could go first. Okay, two Actually no, I'm gonna go first. Okay. That's I,
1: rude, but sure. No,
0: because I think I know what you're gonna say and I <laughs> oh, think it's okay. a really great strong way to end the podcast. Oh, okay, okay. So I love
1: how you turned that around. Oh. Yeah,
0: no, seriously, I think I think your your tradition that you used to do so people can relate to it oh, really? that they shouldn't okay. do. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go first because mine isn't as special. One tradition that I've been doing for a very long time that I'm not gonna be doing this year is Elf on the Shelf.
1: I don't, I've never done it, to be honest. What is that? So I've Elf never on the yeah,
0: was created by some somebody, <laughs> right? It's like this little creepy doll she- that looks like an elf with a Santa costume. Mm-hmm. And he comes out on the 1st of December. And pretty much he is, quote unquote, watching you to make sure you are on oh, good, good behavior. Oh, God. And so kids during this month supposedly are on better behavior because Mm -hmm. this elf is gonna report back to Santa Mm -hmm. and let them know, let him know if they've been naughty or nice.
1: So so, many bad things about that I'm so (laughs) sorry. So many problematic.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And so I've been doing this for about since since Chloe was able to start talking. So probably when she was about three. Yeah. So about for about three years we've been doing it back to back and we honestly did it just because everyone else was doing it. Yeah. And it just felt fun and festive and yeah. cute. But then as I started digging deeper into the psychology of what this does, I was like, oh, it's pretty messed up. <laughs> like, I don't know if I – and trust me, I know a lot of you that are listening probably do it. Totally fine. I I, I don't want to bash anyone that is doing it because, you know, it's – it. It serves a purpose where you're trying to create traditions. I mean, if you're doing it so your kids can behave a little bit better, I think that's... I don't know. I have my thoughts on that. But if it's just for fun, games, totally get it. Totally fine. But for me, I just didn't want my kids all of a sudden to feel paranoid and not be able to be themselves <laughs> in the month of December because this elf is like like spying on them, right? Yeah. yeah. And then and don't you have
1: to move it around? Somebody was and telling it's me so that so they- much work. <laughs>
0: It's so much work. There are days where you're like, oh, crap, I forgot to move the elf around. Uh-huh. And and like you're just like scrambling and he, he's at the same place. And then you're, you have to explain to them, oh, he was probably too tired to fly uh-huh. back to Santa today. So, so he's still much there. Work. It's a lot of work for the parents. But for the most part, it is fun for them because, when they're younger because yeah. you just… There's something about like waking up in the morning and trying to see oh, where, where he, where he is. Okay. And it's kind of like this hide and seek thing, right? Okay, that's cute. And so if I were to do it again, I'm not like completely saying like I would never do it again. Because I kind of want Colette to experience it too. Mm. It's just more about like getting them up and excited about something. Yeah. First of all, they're very grumpy in the morning. So <laughs> it's something that like energizes them. And so it has some good things too. But I think at for me, Chloe, because she's almost seven. And she's understanding kind of concepts a little bit deeper.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I just didn't want to do it with her anymore. I think six was like the cutoff mark yeah. for me.
1: Yeah, and I think that's really good that you have activities that are age appropriate. Mm-hmm. And then like when you realize that they've outgrown them, you can move on. I think that's totally fine. But she she did keep asking me, like, is Elf coming this year? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't but know if you could ask her what she likes about Elf. Mm-hmm. And then maybe do some of that, maybe, but not do all of it. Maybe I'll just bring back Elf and they'll just be like
0: our own thing. Yeah. Like Make new roles. traditions.
1: Make new traditions. With Elf. Yeah. Okay. I, with um, with me, again, I think COVID helped reset some of this um, because we couldn't do social gatherings. But I do remember November, December being very socially heavy. Mm-hmm. And I love social. I, you know I'm an extrovert. I love to be with people. But I think what ended up happening is I was doing a lot of social things. But then, like, a lot of that didn't involve my children. And I was like then starting to feel like I wasn't spending as much time with the kids. Mm, So for mm -hmm. me, something I'm saying no to, um, especially as the kids get older, is like social things during the holidays that don't really include the kids. Mm, Yeah, like mm. we'll do adult stuff a little bit, but it's like really heavy on that, like to include them. Yeah. Um, Because this is kind of it. Like I think we have like kind of five years left for, (laughs) I mean, you know, to make it like really about family, because after that, I think it's going to be a lot for their friends. Friends, Yeah. Yeah. And one thing that i I don't know if this is normal or welcomed, but I am not doing holiday cards this year. Thank you <laughs> Thank you thank you This is why I wanted to end this episode oh, with
0: really? this
1: I just I started the tradition i I never did it like without the kids and I thought I did it I mean it's beautiful. It's a wonderful tradition you get to you get cards from your friends with their beautiful family and you see their kids grow. It's lovely but it is so much work from booking the photographer, getting the kids dressed, finding a day that's relatively good to take photos. The whole process is so long and tedious and stressful. And actually after that, I think the last two cards, I sent selfie cards because I was like, I can't I can't do the photo thing because my kids will not comply. Um, but that, that's it, it, that's an, another thing. Amazing. No, I think oh, it's amazing. I just can't. I think I will do it every two years. I think will be a great pace. If I'm feeling really good, maybe every other year. But this year, if you personally know me, you're not going to get a card from me. But I love you and I and I hope you have a wonderful holiday season.
0: <laughs> this is your holiday card from Sarah. This is your holiday… Her, her virtual holiday card. Virtual card. Um, I How actually do you feel really that? love that because… Obviously holiday cards have been around for so long and it's always exciting to get something in the mail from somebody but then for me what was special about it back then was when they would like write like you know like a special or, update yeah. or like but all of a sudden I don't know when this shift happened, but within the last, like, I I guess, five years, Mm -hmm. it was just literally photos of families, which is totally fine. I get it. There's so many people that still do that. And if that's part of your tradition and it's easy, it's effortless, it's something that you love to do, then keep doing it. Of course. Right? But then for me personally, I was like, I was like, wait, am I supposed to do this now too? (laughs) Am I supposed to take a family photo, a really pretty family photo and send it out to everyone? And I did that, like, for two years. And Mm -hmm. as you mentioned... It it was so much stress it's that stressful. I didn't enjoy it anymore. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I stopped doing it. And then when I would receive holiday cards from people, I started feeling guilty. Of course. Right? Yeah, right. And I'm like, oh, I didn't get around to it. Oh, right. gosh. Like, this person has it so under control. Like, right, right. And, and then I started comparing myself. Yeah. And so, I just want to normalize. <laughs> if you don't do holiday cards, you are… Fine. Fine. And your
1: friends will still be your friends next year. Yeah.
0: But if you also do holiday cards, that's fine Good too. Good for you. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. But and we love
1: receiving them. Yeah. Because I do love receiving. I mean, them. I have to say
0: though, there are some people where I'm like, Yo, I talk to you, talk to you like once every three years, and I still get a holiday card from you. <laughs> I I I like you, but you don't. Mm, but
1: maybe okay, not. thank you, but. <laughs>
0: <sighs> just saying. So, yeah, it it should really truly feel like if you want to do it, that it's just a part of your tradition yeah. and you it's something that you value, right, for your family yeah. versus doing it just because everyone Everyone's else is doing it. doing it. And that's how I felt. And every year. Every year. Yeah. And so I like that you, you're normalizing that. I okay. like that you're saying that if I want to do it in two years, then you could do it. Great. Yeah, great. Yeah.
1: And my family – I know like I'm somebody that's kind of always, you know, not always, but like, I like to be photographed, but my kids, my husband, hate it. Hate it. Hate it. With a passion. Same. Hate it. So Same. why would I put them through that? Yeah, you know, it's why? Just,
0: no. Yeah, my kids too. The minute that they see a camera, <laughs> they're
1: like, run as fast as you can. It's World, World War three. I have a collection of, of photographs of my son, and they're all faces.
0: Mm. Just like,
1: You know, because he just… The whole concept of posing or smiling when he doesn't feel like it… That whole thing is so, like, not welcome. But I also like the idea that you said
0: that you send selfies. Because that is… To me, I'm like, okay… Those exist already.
1: Yeah. Oh, I see. Those so like it's already, already, already in your camera roll. Send it to Minted and get it done. Yeah. yeah.
0: And yeah, normalizing that as well. Like you we, don't have to have a full-on photo shoot God with matching clothes. No. And, I mean, I'm guilty of this. I am like the yeah, influencer the that like <laughs> made this a thing, right? Yeah,
1: in your, org, or in your Oscar de la Renta or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
0: mean, I'm so sorry. I, it's all your fault. I, it is my fault. I, I'm part of the problem, but I, I am admitting to it that I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not living in this fakeness. Anymore, and if you want to do it, uh, do it. But if you don't, totally fine too. But I do
1: love receiving them, so I just want to put out there that I'm a total hypocrite. But I just want to say that. Okay, so because I do like getting them, but they don't need to be like Pinteresty and like picture perfect. Yeah, that's. I love the ones that like. I think the older moms send. The ones that I get from older families, it's like their vacation photo or something like a silly photo, kind of like you said. It's like a photo that's already in their camera roll and they sent that. I kind of like that yeah. too.
0: I received one yesterday from my, I guess, my brother in law's sister. I don't know what that, what she would, that's not my sister in law, but my brother in law's sister. And it was just photo. She has like a beautiful family, like her and her husband and two kids, but there were no photos of her. And her husband, it was just like random photos, like from her camera roll of her and her, or of her her two sons. So you could just tell that they didn't have like a new photo shoot. It was yeah. just whatever existed. And mm. she went on to mint it and put it together. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, I was like, okay, I could, That's I could doable. do this. This yeah. is doable. Yeah. Um, and not making it like a huge deal. Yeah.
1: And I think it's yeah. stressful on the mom. And I think I feel like most moms feel like they have to do it that way. Yeah. But we're here to say that you don't but if you do and, and there are some moms that are so good at the Pinterest thing so if that's your thing that's great but if you're stressed about it it's okay if you don't do
0: it yeah, yeah.
1: just send just
0: call them just or text them yeah. it's all good It'll be <laughs> they'll be fine they'll be fine well, thank you so much for listening, tuning in this week. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, let us know what your holiday traditions are. We would love to hear that. We, we get so excited when it. you guys tag playing, us.
1: But also, I was like, I've already been playing all the Christmas music. It's so fun. I love this time.
0: Yeah. yeah. So make sure to, to hit us up. Send us a DM or send us a story of what you're doing this holiday. And we'll make sure to reshare on our platform. So you can find Sarah at Mama Son and myself at Chriselle Lim, or you can find us at Fumo Parent. And with that said, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We want to keep this conversation going with you. So please leave us a DM on Instagram and make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast. And we would love it if you left us a review. Also, if you're in the Los Angeles area, make sure to visit us at Bumo Work at Westfield Century City Shopping Center. And if you're looking for educational-based content entertainment for your little ones, visit us at www.bumobrain.com or at Brain on Instagram.